Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful human. Welcome back to another episode of Shine Online with Ellie Swift. Hope you're so well, so well. I'm so, so happy to have you here. Today, I'm going to be chatting through the mindset of holding a 145K launch. So you know I've been sharing a whole bunch about my last launch over the last few weeks, and I really wanted to today share a little bit more about the mindset behind holding this launch. One of the reasons why I'm sharing specifically on the mindset piece is because when I shared Uh, about this with my clients. When I talked with my clients about this recent launch, I shared it with all of my clients across our three masterminds. All the questions that came up for them were related to mindset, which I think is awesome because obviously I shared a lot of the data, the facts, the information with them, but they wanted to know more about the mindset and the energetics piece of how I held this launch, what came up for me during this launch, knowing that you know, with this sort of information, it's the thing that is going to support you most to get yourself into the right mindset and energy for a launch such as this one. So I really wanted to use this episode to take you through that, knowing that there is always going to be mindset stuff that comes up when we are going into a launch, when we're in the midst of a launch. And I'm going to speak a little bit to both today. I'm going to share some things that came up for me before kicking off the launch and also during the launch itself. So I'm going to specifically take you through three of the biggest mindset challenges that came up for me during this particular launch. Let's dive straight on in. All right. So the first mindset challenge that came up for me was who am I to own this space? Like who am I to decide and declare And I've alluded to this a little bit in past episodes, but who am I to decide and declare that I'm going to be the person that creates a program specifically on masterminds when I had never seen this done before? Still to this day, I don't believe it has been done before. And that created two thought spirals for me. The first was a thought spiral of, well, if this hasn't been created as a program before, that must be for really good reason. It must be that it's a terrible idea. That was the first thought loop. And I'll dive into that a little bit more in a moment. And then the second was, who am I to own this space? Who do I think I am to be the person that creates this and therefore declares that I am the person that's going to speak about masterminds from here on? So they're the two overarching things around this first mindset piece of, you know, why has no one created this before and who am I to own this space? And I've lumped them together because there's quite a bit of overlap here. 
So I want to start first and foremost with the why has no one created this program before? Because it's so interesting how we do that. You know, my default here as I was creating something, as I was innovating in my business, which is very much a value within my business, my inner critic wanted to tell me that nobody had done this before because it was a bad idea and therefore really try and stop me from wanting to innovate and create something that was brand new. And so that inner critic was like, well, innovating here isn't a good idea because it would have been done before. You know, this isn't a smart decision because it would have been done before, which is so interesting because basically what, you know, that voice is saying is that I am not that smart or I'm not the person that can own the space or I'm not enough of a thought leader. There's people who are more thought leadery thought leaders than I am, which is wild, right? That our brain instantly does that. And then of course, the second piece of this is who am I to own this space? Who am I to be somebody who speaks about masterminds and really fully owns and decides that I'm going to own this whole space around masterminds? Like who am I to do that is again, it's like, well, my brain is trying to tell me that I shouldn't be the one to speak to this, that I'm not equipped enough to speak to this, that I'm not the person that should be speaking to this. And so what I really needed to do with this mindset was I needed to take a look at a whole lot of evidence that I had as to why this was absolutely a program that I should and could run and create. That meant taking a look at, okay, well, No one's created this program before because I'm the person who's meant to create this program. And when I think about owning this space, I don't know anybody who has or has had for the last four years a almost consistently only mastermind run model for that period of time. And so I knew when I put all of this together and I thought about how I spent my days and I thought about what I know about masterminds from running them so long it became really clear to me that this absolutely was a program that I needed to create and I needed to tap into that innovator within to go first and go forth with creating this program. But again, the reason why I really wanted to share this as an example is because it is so incredibly easy to let our inner critic really run the show with these things and I could have so easily allowed her to in this instance by telling me that it was a terrible idea, otherwise it would have already been done before, and telling me that it was a terrible idea because I could not be the person that could create this program. So if you're coming up against any of those things, I'd really encourage you to get down to the evidence, get down to the facts, like, is that actually true? And again, the reason why I wanted to share this example is because I think that it's so useful to remember that Every single person on the planet is having some type of negative inner critic thought that comes up for them when they're creating new programs or they're launching anything or they're moving through any kind of process like this. It's going to vary for everybody. And I think that part of entrepreneurial resilience of being in business for you know a few years or longer means that I can catch those things and bounce back from them really quickly, but they still come up. They still come up for me. And so catch yourself if they do, recognize what is fear and what is truth, and then move forward from that place. The second uh, biggest mindset challenge that came up for me when launching this program was I've never launched it before. And we are about to invest quite a significant amount of money in something that I've never launched before. And while I have, yes, a bunch of data around this, 
that says that it's something that's desired, I've still never done this before. So our expenses, we spent $25,000 on ads alone, um, which actually isn't a significant amount. That was the amount that I was comfortable with for this first launch. And in addition to that, we had around about 15 to 20K additional expenses just for bringing this program to life. And so that's quite a significant investment for a program that I didn't necessarily know was going to be successful. It felt really challenging to obviously have to back myself fully in trusting myself to spend that amount of money without knowing whether the program was going to be a success or not. And again, this is something that comes up so often, especially if you're launching anything new, because you will have to check in with yourself of, all right, is this a smart decision? Is this not a smart decision? What level of risk am I open to taking here? Which for me, that was a level of risk that I became comfortable with. And the thing that really supported me with this mindset challenge was I'm going to trust in the data. So that was the thing that supported me most throughout this process was that I trusted in the market research that I'd obtained at the start of this process with so many people telling me that this was a really great idea and this program was so needed. So I'd done the market research. I trusted in the numbers that we had ran around Facebook ads and I trusted myself that I was going to create the best possible copy and the best possible marketing funnels and the best possible pre-launch so that I could give those ads the biggest chance of success. And I trusted that that whole process would mean that yes, I was taking a risk, but I was either going to generate really great results from that launch experience or it was going to flop and it wasn't going to work, but I was going to learn a whole bunch of information throughout that process. Now, obviously there's an element of privilege in that, in that I had that money to lose. That was something that I was able to do. And so I'm certainly not saying to back yourself into a corner and invest really big if you don't have that money to lose. But I knew that that was something that I had the opportunity to do, you know, being a million dollar a year revenue business, it's proportional. And because of that, I got to trust in the data. So I had two choices when it came to that process. I could either put myself in a scarcity mindset of going, well, I'm in arrears, I've taken a big risk, this better work. Or I could adopt the mindset of, I trust that this is going to unfold as it's meant to. I am doing everything I can in this process to make this work. And I am going to go through the process of obviously implementing that strategy and also the energetic process of calling in the abundance that I most desire. The strategic approach to that was that I trusted in the data. And then the mindset and energetics process was that I played audio affirmations to myself every single day throughout that entire launch process of what it was that I was calling in. So I knew that this was going to be a 100K launch. I actually didn't realize it was going to be more like 150K launch, but I was calling in a 100K launch. I was calling in the number of clients that I wanted in this program, 50 plus humans in this program. I was really clear on what the whole process looked like. And I was so specific in terms of what I was manifesting. And I decided and trusted that that was going to be true for me. The combination of both, obviously, the strategy and then backing myself and using those affirmations every morning. Practically speaking, I recorded an audio meditation for myself where I just spoke to those affirmations on repeat every single day. And that just supported me so, so much. 
So the process of both of those was really great. And knowing that I could really sink into the data that we had and also be still in a really abundant mindset rather than being fearful that it wasn't going to work out. Now, the third mindset practice and process that I really lent into is one that I wanted to speak to that it just comes up so often for my clients. In fact, I don't think I've ever coached a single person, and I, I put myself obviously in this same category here, who hasn't gone through this experience. And that is when you get to the mid launch wobbles, which is usually between early bird ending and cart close. And you're in this period where it seems like everyone's checked out, everyone's gone home, no one's interested anymore, nobody's listening, and you're just not getting the cut through that you want. You're just not able to connect with people in the way that you want. You're just not getting the buyers that you want. It seems like everybody's saying no to you. That tends to happen between early bird and cart close. And I think I had a period of maybe two to three days where we didn't make any sales through that time. And I knew, and this is the benefit, I guess, of hindsight of running a lot of launches, but if you're newer in business, it would be the benefit of working with a coach because they would be able to tell you this, that there will be quite often a period where things quieten down and that does not mean anything about you and your launch. It's so easy in those quiet periods where we start to make that mean things about us. We start to make that mean that our launch is flopping, that things aren't going as well as we expected, especially if we haven't got the numbers at that point that we most want. We start creating stories. Here's two things instead that you get to do during that time. The first, a strategic thing, is that it's a really great time to check in with your launch and see where you're at in terms of data, your numbers, how things are tracking and what tweaks you want to make where. So that was the first thing that I did during that period of time. I recognized that something that would support me a whole bunch was to funnel more people to the sales page. So I implemented a few strategies so that I could do that specifically. I'm going to talk a whole lot more about this elsewhere and I'm going to share with you exactly where very soon. So that was the first thing that I did. The second thing that I did was that I anchored so deeply into the mindset of knowing that this was just one component of the launch, one component of the launch. It was just a a short, condensed period of time where uh, no one was buying in that window and it didn't mean anything about that launch at all. I knew that it was going to come back. I knew that it always did. I knew that my role was to take care of myself, take care of my energy and really keep showing up for myself and for my business during that time. So the biggest thing that people will tend to do during that period is they will check out And in doing so, and I've seen this more times than I would like to tell you, I have seen clients check out during this time so many times. And if I can give you any piece of advice here is not to check out. There'll be clients listening to this who'll probably be laughing because I feel like there've been moments where it's been that thing of like, you have got this in this launch period. And the worst thing that you can do is check out in this moment. I've witnessed amazing clients turn around launches in this period, go on and have, you know, way more sales than they could have anticipated at this part of the launch. And so in that mid-launch period, when it feels like no one is buying, most often that is not the case. It might just be a couple of days where that's the reality. But if you continue to create a really amazing launch strategy, then you've got an opportunity to turn things around for the last leg of that launch. So these are the main mindset challenges that I wanted to speak through with you. There's one other mindset challenge that 
came up for me that I am, and this is going to sound so annoying and I rarely do this, but I'm only going to share this final mindset thing in the program that I'm going to be launching next month. So jump on over to elliswift.com forward slash launch secrets coming to be the first to find out about that. It's a low ticket program. Can't wait to share it with you. And the reason why um, I'm not going to share it is because it actually just feels so, so personal that it doesn't feel like something that I want to have publicly aired on the podcast. So I want to share it specifically in this audio program that I'm going to be sharing a little bit more about very soon because it's a really great one that is specifically about a mindset challenge that came up for me during the card open period. But I really, really hope that this information supported you massively. So just to recap, I've talked through the mindset challenge of why is no one creating, why has no one created this program before? Who am I to own this space? And really reframing that to trust in the evidence of me being the exact person to own this. The mindset around taking a massive financial risk and backing myself in this being a new program and speaking to how I really get to trust the data. I really got to trust the data and also the abundance and energetic work that I did during that time. And then the mid-launch mindset challenge that came up for me has come up for me every time I've launched and I've seen come up hundreds of times with clients, which is the why is no one buying today? Has everyone left the building and gone home challenge, which again, just comes up so often and doesn't mean anything. Okay. So jump on over if you would like to find out more about this launch to elliswift.com forward slash launch secrets coming. I am very, very excited to share more about this program with you. I'll be launching it next month. It is again, low cost, really incredible recap of this launch start to end that's just going to support you massively in terms of your strategic and creative process. Lots of detail, lots of behind the scenes that will help you map out your own launch. And that is all I'm going to say because I'm already telling you more (laughs) in this moment than I'm supposed to be. But I hope that supports you. I hope you've loved this episode. I've loved having you here and I can't wait to see you again next week. Have the most amazing week ahead. 